0: Namaste.
1: If you don't have a historically accurate consciousness, then you're going to have a hysterically inaccurate consciousness. And so because uh, we got to where we are through historic changes of not only different uh, uh, epical movements uh, on the social, political, anthropological level, but at the level of the structure and dynamics of individual consciousness. And if we understand how that shift happened, we can reverse the process. So I will give a simplified version. So I'm going to focus on the Western world, the so-called Western civilization that never really happened. Uh, and, uh, And so we'll start with... Egypt. Now out here is Bharat, India of the Copper Age. Egypt is a a copper or Dwapar Yuga civilization that extended into the beginnings of Kali Yuga. And so the it, it's the the mysteries of of Egypt that were contained in their mythologies and their esoteric teachings, most of which are are not available in a, a proper form, uh, except if you know how to read the code, uh, are at the very roots of the uh, the civilizations uh, upon which uh, the Western consciousness is built, right? So, so indirectly, Bharat, uh, the Indian philosophy, the Vedic uh, teachings had an effect, uh, an influence on Egypt in its latter period, as well as directly and indirectly on Greece and, uh, and Israel. The when I use the term Israel, I'm uh, I, I'm using it as a a conglomerate term because it's what remains of a number of civilizations in the Near East at that time. The uh, mostly the Canaanites, right? The Canaan, uh, the Assyrians, and uh, and those that became known as the Hyksos who went to Egypt, and among those was the tribe of the patriarch Jacob. And Jacob is probably the major figure of that period. And uh, he, was very, he was wise enough when there were uh, great difficulties uh, in, the, in the area, now we could call Palestine, because the, the Philistines were already occupying that area, uh, the, and as well as other tribes that uh, during a very difficult period and a period of famine that uh, he, he went uh, to Egypt. He brought his tribe in and his son, uh, Joseph, as you read the story in, in the Torah, he was uh, in a way kidnapped, his brothers uh, betrayed him, etc. But uh, the, the truth is he married the daughter of the uh, chief high priest of Egypt, and Joseph became, and he became then later also the prime minister of Egypt. He became a very high figure who, who was in the know of all of the esoteric teachings of the Egyptians. And they were coded into the Torah, but coded into it in a way that is not a uh, uh, Understandable by the rabbinic gematria, their their way of trying to decode the uh, the secret meaning. So I, I want to emphasize that it is a scripture that has levels of meaning that are not known to current uh, forms of either uh, Judaism, although the the Kabbalists have uh, have decoded a good amount of it in the Zohar and in other Kabbalistic texts, you will find some of, of those deeper um, secrets uh, of the Egyptian mysteries that were passed on. And some of them entered through uh, alchemy, alchemia, which is originally a meaning for Egypt, uh, into uh, the Sufi traditions. And alchemy has, of course, remained throughout the, the Middle Ages and was rediscovered by Jung, et cetera, but in a corrupted form. But in any case, uh, it was it was through that uh, union of the uh, of the Israelite uh, patriarchal tribes with the uh, the last of the Egyptian teachers of spiritual. Uh, power, the ones who knew how to build pyramids, the ones who knew how to uh, achieve very high levels of magic, which you see references to with Moses. The truth is Moses was an Egyptian. He wasn't actually an Israelite, and the name really was Thutmose. He was a a disciple and a priest of Thot, the Egyptian ibis-headed god, whose uh, teachings became uh, a a very important part of uh, of jewish uh, esoteric and then uh, 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 merkabah mysticism and and later forms of uh, of mystical uh, israelite uh, pre first and second temple judaism and and that continued uh, rooted through uh, the teachings of Rav yeshua so there are there are uh, direct uh, influences that passed uh, to that tradition, but that have been mostly submerged and are are not available except if you are in the vibrational frequency in which you can download them directly, and they are they are there for the asking uh, if you are uh, if you know the code of the akashic records in order to 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 receive them. In the same way, Pythagoras, the great philosopher of Greece, w- uh, went to Egypt and he also studied with uh, the last of the, uh, the, the uh, esoteric uh, Egyptian uh, masters of their tradition. And then he went back and, uh, and created an ashram uh, in Italy, actually, and, uh, and, and passed on via the metaphor of the octave, the seven right notes, uh, and uh, much of not only musical theory, but, uh, but philosophical theory was coded into uh, that metaphor and into early music, which carried the vibrational frequency of those teachings. All of that has has not been able to be uh, grasped or retained by the modern intellect. So it's, for the most part, lost to us. But it's available if you're in the frequency in which it was delivered. It's it's here, uh, but you have to have to know how to find it in the spectrum of consciousness. So. Uh, and then the, the, the combination of these uh, happened. Rome, of course, occupied uh, Israel. This was the time of Yeshua. And, uh, and then uh, the Roman Empire uh, grew and extended its uh, tentacles all the way into Europe, even into uh, Angleland. And, uh, and then uh, the, the Roman Empire that had become Christianized uh, created a, a whole Western uh, Christendom. And, and that lasted through the Middle Ages. But it was a Christendom in which most of these early mysteries were gone uh, the the gnostic gospels so-called were burned and banished uh hypatia hypatia the the woman who was the, the greatest uh, uh, high priestess of, of of the christian church uh, in egypt was uh, murdered and and christendom became a very uh, uh, lower level uh, religious uh, teaching but it, 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 uh, it was able to conquer uh, Europe. So if we, we think of this as the first phase, and, uh, and the Greek uh, and, and Israel as the second, Rome as the third, uh, to, to Christendom as the fourth, uh, the, the Christian kingdoms, held on to the uh, aristocratic teachings of the divine right of kings and of the, uh, the, the teachings of uh, the, the king's obligation to support the dharma as a kind of bodhisattva. Uh, you know, the, the, the kshatriya uh, class or caste in India were the were the second highest caste. The Brahmins were the first. Uh, here you have a split between the uh, be, the two uh, powers of the religious and the state power. But the state power is still there to serve uh, the uh, the to serve God by protecting the kingdom from evil. Right? The aristocracy, aristos, was uh, the continuation into Kali Yuga of the Aryan tradition the Aryan were the first aristocrats and the noble ones but gradually through time the loss of uh, there was no there was very little soul consciousness left and uh, and the ego consciousness uh, cor- led to a corruption of the aristocracy and uh, and a uh, uh, a, a lack of uh, the the members of that aristocracy wanting it to continue the lower death drive created such schisms uh, that produced uh, a, a, a rising tide of wars and internecine struggle and struggle between men and women for the first time that that ended uh the ability for that uh, class to hold together. And, and it led to ever weaker uh, kings and, and queens. And then that led to the period of revolution. Or revolutions, I should say. So in this first period, The world was ruled by real three ideals okay in other words the goal was to reach the highest level of consciousness but uh, in the period of of Christendom around the 12th century real two uh, took over as the hegemonic reality and, and the real that is dominant determines the moral compass of the, uh, the consciousness whatever the consciousness considers to be the bedrock of reality uh, be- becomes the, uh, the marching orders of the soul in terms of what does it want to get out of life and so, in the early periods, the first three, the goal of life was liberation, was God consciousness, was, uh, was the bliss of union with God. And this was, of course, the basis of uh, the, the urge for sainthood uh, among Christians, and it was there in, in all of the uh, religious traditions, uh, th- not only throughout Europe, but throughout uh, the, the, whole, the whole world at that time. But around the 12th century, and, and this was also global, real too became the dominant. And we saw this uh, with the troubadours and the minnesingers, and suddenly Tristan and Isolde, it was all about love. But it was no, not divine love anymore. It was uh, the, the romantic love. So this was the period of Romanticism, and that was what held together the aristocracy during that period. But then when the egocentric consciousness took over, love died. And, and love became a four-letter word, as we know. And the, uh, the, the meaning of life and the power to live a life uh, that would bring fulfillment uh was lost so i'm going to continue this here uh let's see this we're in about five years uh and and uh, and this then we enter this period of uh Materialist Capitalism. Capitalism takes over along with the fall of Christendom into a a division, right? The Protestant Revolution or Reformation, uh, Lutheranism, Calvinism, all of that led then to a a capitalist form of social order, no longer an aristocracy. And at the same time, there were, the communist movement was, all, was beginning with uh, Proudhon and other pre-Marxist uh, socialists. Uh, but it was all about now uh, uh, conquest, materialism, atheism, and uh, colonialism. And, uh, and scientism. And uh, and so that the colonialist period, which is what most of us know in the modern period of the Western uh, hegemony, uh, is now come to an end. But in its uh, last period, in order to keep control, the the capitalists who now at this next level have become globalists in the attempt to have world uh, empire have, uh, were on a, a program for a long time of the dumbing down of society, of the destruction of clans, uh, the destruction of, of trust, uh, the destruction of love, whatever was left of couples' love, and the love of parents for children, the destruction of the family, the destruction of all of the traditional order, in order to be able to have centralized uh, power. And uh, and the uh, the complete uh, rule by thugs. Remember that Indiana Jones movie of the thuggies. Uh, they were. In India, right, the thuggies really existed, but uh, they, the, the the concept of of a thug and thuggery of of criminals running the 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 world was the total opposite of the aristocratic ideal, right of nobility protecting the world from criminals. The criminals now run the world in this last phase. And the consciousness in this phase is now ruled by the dominant of real one.
0: Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world.